Welcome everyone back to another episode of Round the Rotary with me, JP Warren. And with us today, we got a good buddy of mine, Gabe Jackson, who is the Executive Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Tactical Oil Field Communications. How you doing today, Gabe? I'm good, JP. How you doing, brother? Pretty good. Thanks for joining us today. Um, for those that don't know, we are currently in the uh, stay-at-home orders, um, as I guess the previous episodes uh, have been. We are doing this uh, remotely for, for Zoom, via Zoom, so uh, please excuse any uh, communications uh, interruptions or lag or anything like that. So Gabe, how you uh, how you handling this, uh, <laughs> this, this Groundhog Day we're, we're faced with? Man, it's been rough every day. You wake up and it's the same thing. It's like when I was in the military. I was on a ship for six months and I'd wake up and it was the same color. Only thing you could do is go out there and look at the, at the sun, let it blind you. Well, the good part is, though, I guess the difference between this and that is we wake up where there's a lot of good, refreshing, upbeat news to read, not just with the oil and gas industry, but the entire global economy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so so let's uh, let's let's kick this off. Give us a little background about yourself. Well, man, I uh, I got out of the military in 07. So you said Navy previously, correct? Yeah, Navy. Okay, all right. I got out in 07, went straight into the oil field. I had a cousin that worked slick line, and they hired me up, made me a slick line hand. Uh, Worked there for a while, and I decided, man, I want to do something. I want to make a difference in the oil field. You know, I just don't want to sit behind this this wire line running and hearing it clean all day long. So uh, went into the communications part of of the oil field. It's a very small uh, little community you know, part of a big community in the industry. Um, but it's it's very important. It's very important from a uh, product standpoint, what you're putting out, what you're doing. Um, you can lose sight of how important that well is while they're drilling. And uh, people need to communicate to make that make that happen. So you said so you said that you were, you know, operating a slick line and but you want to do something that was uh, that added what would you say value or make a difference? Yeah, in value. value. Make, 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 make it So, why did you choose communication uh, to get into? Man, it just seemed like a like, like the right move for me at the time. Um, I started out as a hand in the field. I was a technician, and uh, the previous company I was at, you know, I was there for about ten years, worked my way up from just a tech in the field all the way to corporate sales for them. So, how did how did you make that jump from uh, field sales to sales? Um. Field sales. I'm sorry. From field, uh, from field hand to sales. Well, I mean, I did it while I was while I was working in the field. I put a uh, back in the day. I don't know if, if you're familiar with, but they they had VSAT, and we still do. But uh, I would load a VSAT in the back of my truck, and my goal for the day was to go sell that VSAT to somebody. Okay. All right. Because so, I thought it was superior. You know. All right. So so from that so from you said being important. So you got into communication. Well, give us give us more of your your career background versus. Uh, Versus kind of what you do, what you do now. Okay, so so uh, the field, you hit moved the field, in. 07, uh, spent about four months as a tech. Then I was uh, promoted to field supervisor, ran that Arclotex area for about three, four years. Uh, then I was promoted to corporate for the communication side of, you know, the department of the, of the company I was at. Right. Um, went there, spent about a year doing operations. Uh, for the region. I was over the entire uh, southern region. Then I started selling for that product line. Uh, we started off with, you know, training guys like Charlie Hansen. Shout out to old Charlie. Uh, <laughs> learning how to how to sell this product. And I just went in and, and did it myself. Um, did that for about two years. And then 
I moved over to corporate sales for him, and the rest is history, man. Got, well, I got man. to meet you. Well, man, talk to – well, I've got to meet you too. So talk to me about, I mean, with everything going on today, the stay-at-home, uh, orders issued, people op- – not only operators working from home, but I guess, uh, I guess uh, more remote communications – Man, give us kind of what that looks like, I guess, in your world. I mean, how, how has that changed or accelerated uh, what, you, uh, what, what, you, uh, what you sell for communications? Well, it definitely, it's going to accelerate it. I wouldn't say at the, at the current moment it's doing that. It seems like there's a, a shock and awe in the industry. Everybody is trying to see what's going to happen. Right. Um, but what it does for us is, is people see that you can, you can communicate from a remote standpoint anywhere. Uh, you can have a, a, a virtual office per se. Right. You don't need to be in an office working to get something done. Uh, and that, that's what you're dealing with in the oil field. These guys are, they're in a trailer hundreds of miles out in the field and there's no infrastructure out there. You know, there's no way for them to talk unless they hire a company to do it. So it's very important to, uh, to look at the aspect of communications all around at this point in time. Because you're communicating with me through, through Zoom. Um, and I guarantee you that's what everybody else is doing right now. So and I'll tell you that, what, I kind of feel like that's kind of being the, the, the normal operating uh, procedure. I mean, most people right now are, I mean, before this, I was just on a Zoom meeting. Um, yeah. I, I feel like uh, the, the Zoom virtual meetings or virtual get-togethers, uh, whatever that is, is going to be kind of more the standard. I think people are going to start utilizing zoom more just because they're more comfortable with video conferencing versus when they were versus working in an office with their team. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, we have the, the infrastructure now you're pulling in 5g. So having, having a communication between me and you right now, there could be some moments to where it staggers. Right. And there's some problems there, right? And with this 5g coming out, you're not going to have that. It's and 5g so for the record. Bad. Does 5g cause uh, COVID-19? Now, I wouldn't say that. No, I'm not, I'm not an expert but by any means. But um, know what it does cause. It, it causes extreme communication. Well, that, well that's, uh, that's one of the theories that are out there now that 5G is uh, kind of the culprit behind all this, the cutting wires and everything. <laughs> so I guess kind of uh, what separates, uh, I guess, the company you're at right now, tac- tactical uh, oil field communications. I guess what, I mean, providing uh, – so when you say commute, what do you, what do you actually provide to these uh, uh, field offices or, or trailers? So we're taking, and it's not, see, that I think that's historically that's the problem. Uh, people think, okay, we're going to go put a box inside of a trailer and we're going to give it, you know, give that customer an opportunity to communicate back to its office or, or home or whatever. Uh, we're kind of doing things a little bit different here, at but we're trying to, we're trying to have it for the life of the well. We want a, we want to put some, it don't have to be in a house. It doesn't have to be in the directional driller company man's. It can be outside or it can be in the house. You know, our, our products are, are fully customizable. So what we're trying to do is light up that whole location. Uh, we want everybody to be able to talk. We want it to be a virtual office for everybody. Uh, and it, with the, with the infrastructure now, it's very, you can do that. Okay. So you kind of make it, you kind of make the whole location kind of a hot spot. Absolutely. Yeah, we're talking about doing things that people don't think about, you know, outside the box, hooking up um, these guys for frack vans, hooking yep. up wireline trucks so they can communicate real time back to their office so they can send their reports back over real time so they can see it. 
And so, and so your company has kind of a, a different uh, approach at this. I mean, it kind of correlates back to your time of uh, being in the Navy, correct? I can let you speak right. to that. I mean, I think it's such an awesome thing that, that y'all are doing and I, the listeners aren't familiar with it, but you and I kind of talked about this before. Um, dis- discuss kind of how you're helping uh, military veterans uh, find work and, and, and get uh, careers, if you don't yes, mind. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, that's a big part of what we do and it's, it's, uh, it's, really important to us what we're doing is taking the, the company is military themed uh we wanted to do something so we can take our past life and incorporate it into what we do now because uh, the guys that that are part of this executive team they're just top notch and these guys are, have been there for a long time as well as myself I'm not patting myself on the back by no means but i've done it for a long time we know what needs to be done and how to make it right right and how to hit that hit that niche per se like what we were just talking about um, so we bring these guys in that are that are veterans that are, you know, maybe struggling. They may have been in the military previously and are trying to move over, transition to civilian life, or some of them have been here for a while. And they just want something different. They want something that they can be proud of, the camaraderie. Because, I mean, when you have when you have veterans, they've been in a room with veterans. These guys are crazy. Man. They have a different kind of, you know, idea of what's funny. Right, right. <laughs> so we, we bring these guys over and, and we try to give them a home. Um, do different things the way we dress you know we wear tactical vests with with all kinds of tools on them we don't wear the normal just wrap around belts uh, we're just trying to do it a little bit different and another thing we're, we're, we want to do is have a corporate liaison between the VA and our company so they can work with the VA for our guys that are working with us so they can okay. get them all the benefits that they want that's that's one of our big dreams uh, it's not it's not there yet but we're working for it, man. We're we're getting there slowly. So you're kind of guiding it to 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 give these to to give these military veterans an opportunity to jump back into civilian life, but also utilize what what they've learned, um, I guess, in their time in the service. Correct, correct, correct. So it, you know, I've hired. I mean, don't get me wrong. That you know, civilians. You got some guys that are great, but most of the time, when you have a veteran, these guys have a set of ideals, and they understand that it, it, you, they have to have honor in everything they do. Um, they have to follow a chain of command. And it right. just works out in, in what I do. What we do is a, as a company, it works out to the best benefit when, when it's a veteran sitting there. And what really makes it good is taking this guy that's struggling and maybe putting him in a position to where he can be successful or girl. So they're really kind of, uh, you're kind of building your corporate culture based on, uh, I guess, helping, helping veterans. Absolutely. That's, that's what all- we want to do. That's awesome. Well, let's 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 kind of get back to this whole pandemic thing. So, how does how do you see this whole pandemic and and people working in I guess in isolated offices? Um, how do you see this affecting how people communicate and host meetings or any or stuff like that? Yeah, it's going to change everything that you know how we do everything. In what ways? Um, you know, your hustles game is going to be different. You know, you're gonna you know watching you put on these uh, you know FaceTimes with with your friends and customers. That's the kind of st- Stuff that we got to be doing. Uh, shit, I was playing poker at face poker with a couple of my buddies, you know, yesterday. But dude, that's, I mean, honestly, that's what it's all about. I mean, yeah. times like this, I mean, it's such an isolating feeling right now. And, and if you don't make that effort to stay in touch with people or to be relevant or to, or to, you know, chime in and text, text your buddy, either who's, you know, down on his luck or lost his job or, or who's just kind of head in the sand right now, it's, it's, you need to continue these relationships and the, and your networks. I think that's that correct. is crucial right now. And I think you playing poker, uh, doing virtual happy hours, doing virtual dinners. I think these, these are the type of things that are going to kind of 
shape the new culture, the oil field culture moving forward. It's going to be the networks that you have. And I mean, times that we can't interact, we can't go to lunches or do breakfast runs or any meetings. Um, it's going to be one of those things where this is the, the relationships will be maintained through being innovative, through talking. Absolutely. You know, I think that during this time, it's going to thrust us into a, a much needed sense of innovation in the, in the oil field industry. Uh, you got a lot of guys that are, that are 30 year hands that have been there for a long time. And you try to tell them that you want to have a virtual office out you know, in the field. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. Okay. Yeah. If you take a guy that's been in there for five years and they understand technology and say, Hey, I want to, I want to make this location, you know, virtual. I want to make you more efficient. They're going to, I mean, boom. I, that's the thing. I don't see this as just being a, uh, a, uh, a change in or a change in innovation or skill sets in the oil field. For example, um, my father is a professor now. Um, he's retired and has been a professor. And one of the things that kind of separates him, he's always been on the cusp of technology. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of professors out there, whether it's whatever industry it is, that don't know how to host these virtual classrooms or these virtual seminars or lessons. And it's going to be one of those things that the skill sets that are going to matter is going to be those people that do know how to utilize the technology out there. Absolutely. You get a 30 year hand that can't get on a, on a Skype call or a zoom, you know, I don't want to make anybody mad. It just, it, just, it just bogs down the whole, it just bogs down the chain of the chain of communication. Yeah. Then that's where it's going. You, you can't stop it. You know, it's like cars, man. People used to ride horses. Now they're in cars. You know, it's going to be the same thing. People, it's going to evolve. It's going to evolve. You're talking about a guy talking about, you can't, you're not going to be able to shake hands after this. Right. That's what yeah. we do. We work in a relationship business. You know, we we sell to people that like us, right? You know, right. it's it, you, you create these relationships, and uh, if you can't go shake that, their hand, how are you going to talk to them? This is I mean, it. This is a new way. Got to be innovative and kind of speaking to that relationship side of the side of the business right now. I know that we 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 always speak about that's the most important thing um, in our industry, and that's what gives people the work. That's what makes people choose the operator, choose a service company. But with everything going on right now, do you view that relationship as being important or do you view as a price, uh, low cost being uh, crucial right now, or maybe moving forward to, uh, to get work as an oil field service company? Man, it's, it's going to be both, man. Um, you have to be able to be flexible. You know, you're the customer and the service provider have to be flexible for one another. They got to say, okay, what, what is going to be the best for both of us? What's going to be the happy medium here? Okay. Because if you just say, Hey, I'm going to get this work because I'm going to give you the lowest price. You're going to get the worst service because it's the lowest price, right? You pay, you pay for what you get. Yeah, depending on, you know, what you, what you're going on now from, from my perspective, I don't think that's the situation. I think that, that it's important to, to come into it thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go talk to my customer. I'm going to say, Hey, look, this is where I can make money. Where can you make money? Where can we find where we help each other out through this downturn or pandemic? We help each other out and move forward from this, not try to take one away from the other. Like it, it just doesn't work like that. You got to have an open mind. You know, I listened to your other podcast. them saying, hey, be, just being straight up honest. Hey, look, it's about price right now. Okay, well, that's fine. But let me let me give you some good service as well. So let, let's let's come to it to an agreement to where, Hey, my margins are going to be okay. I'm going to be able to, to keep in business and you're going to be looking good as well. You know, but when, when this is over, 
we're gonna have to go back up. We all we all making money. Well, you know what I, I, mean? I, I would hope there'd be some shift. I remember the last downturn. I remember there was a, a huge push for relationships are out the window and everyone's just going on low cost. Um, um, and that's, and from people, it was unfortunate people choosing low cost because some companies can't just, can't get to that, that, that low cost uh, price, whatever that is. And I did see a lot of companies actually uh, it costing them you know, on, on their projects, for example, uh, if they do the cheapest, whatever service it is, and that service does kind of mess, you know, have issues or mess up delivery time or getting on location, it ends up costing more in the long run. Right. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm hoping that there will be some lessons learned from that going into this new uh, industry where it isn't just about low cost. It should be, uh, I know I was speaking to a, a buddy of mine. It should be, it shouldn't be low bid. It should be best bid. Yes. And that's where I think you're going to find companies and service companies um, getting through this together and both being happy and both, you know, not having to give the shirt off their back. Correct. You know, when you're working for somebody, you you want to have their best interests in hand, right? Right. So if if I'm working for the the Exxons of the world, I want to know what they need to do. I want to to know how to make them more efficient, but on a, a good scale of pay to make sure that we're, we're both able to float through this. Right. That's what it's all about. Value added partnerships. If we can't do that together, you know, it's not going to happen. You're going to see people get eaten up, businesses shut down. You know, it's, it's very important to work with, with your client and then work with you back. And that's part of having a relationship with them. That's just, that's where we're at. And I'm, yeah, that's one that's again, echoing. I'm hoping that the, uh, the, 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 low cost bid is kind of glanced over, but in reality, yeah, it's, the relationship, it's the relationship. It's, it's working mm-hmm. with the operator operators working with the service company or rig contractors and finding mm-hmm. a happy medium where, where it's, it's, they're getting the operators are getting what they want without sacrificing the quality. Correct. So move well said JP. Well so, said. <laughs> well, I've had a lot of time to think about what I'm going to say being important. <laughs> Um, so how, how, I mean, coming out of the, once the dust settles, once the fires are out, I mean, what opportunities do you see if, even if it's not just the oil and gas industry, but I guess moving forward, I guess for the people in the industry, what opportunities do you see for people in our industry, whether it's staying in our industry or moving out? Okay. So, you know, I'm sure everybody at this point, cause this is what the third, third downturn in uh, 10 years of your yeah. period. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you and I know guys that have left this and, you know, they're not making the kind of money they were, but they're happy, right? Um, if you're not doing something that makes you happy, you need to find your happiness, right? So I'm, I think that this is an opportunity for everybody. You're going to have two people. Okay, you're going to have the guy that buries his head in the sand and says, you know, nobody's doing anything. I'm not going to do anything. And then you got the guy that says, this is an opportunity for me. I'm going to go out. I'm going to find ways to talk to people because, that guy that wouldn't talk to you a month ago, he might be sitting in his house pulling his hair out to his kids, and maybe he just wants to talk to you at that moment. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna have to your hustle game's gonna have to be strong. You know, two types of people: you either just bury it or you get after it. And, and so, what is this what, opportunity? What does getting after it uh, look like in your own home? Calling people, man. Staying on the phone, staying in contact, getting on these meetings, um, virtual poker, happy hours. I mean. You should be doing that. I mean, if you're going to have a product out for a customer, you should be 
engaging with them and checking to see how everything is doing. So is this a good time to sell a product or it sounds to me like it's a good time to strengthen those relationships? Kind of Absolutely. what you're saying. Absolutely. So you should, Go on. You should be out there, you know, just getting to know your customer right now. Um, a lot of these guys don't have anything to give you, you know, so you should be building your relationship, spending time with them. You got nothing but time here. That's right. You know, just make, make the best of it. I think right now it's it's crucial. I mean, as as people aren't sure what they're going to be doing next week or next quarter um, or two quarters, shit, even through the rest of 2020, I think it's 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 more important right now to reach out, build those relationships, and not just for them, but for you as well. I mean, it keeps a sense of mental stability. Um, it keeps the le level of optimism um, versus kind of burying your head in the sand and being pessimistic and just focusing on the news and the negative uh, shit that's going on uh, right yeah. now in our world. I don't watch the news, man. I don't either. I'll tell you what, I, I wake up and I give myself probably about 7 a.m. to look at it. No more for the rest of the day. Yeah. So let's give them, what message do you have to communicate to our audience or a potential, uh, uh, someone new coming in the industry or a recent grad? How about that? How, what, what, <laughs> what, what words of wisdom do you have to a recent graduate who wants to get in the oil and gas industry? Patience, patience and, and creativity. You know, you gotta, when you come into this and you're a new grad and you see what's happening out there right now, um, it can make you just straight up sad. You know, I'm the kind of guy that if I'm sad, I don't sell well. If I'm positive, I'm getting after it. Right. Um, so just make sure that, you know, you keep a positive attitude. Look, look past this. Cause we're, we're going to get past this and this has happened before. Not this, but we've had stuff happen. The oil field takes a dump and it comes back stronger than ever. And uh, we're going to get there. You just have to uh, you look at the positivity in everything you do. And what about to our fellow uh, uh, people that have been in the industry for several years or, or some of our uh, friend, colleagues, Charlie, you know, Charlie Hanson, we're just talking about like, what, what, what message would you have to your, to your uh, network right now? Don't give up. Do not give up. Keep going, keep trucking along, stay in touch with, you know, with your client base and, uh, Always think positive, man, and do something every day that's going to make the world better. That's going to make you feel better. You know, one single act of kindness can change everything. That's right. So do something, do something good right now. You got all the time in the world to get it done. Well, I like that message. Well, Gabe, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on uh, Round the Rotary. And if you have any questions for Gabe or myself, you can reach us at roundtherotary at cap-petro.com. Again, that's roundtherotary at cap-petro.com. Gabe, appreciate it, man. And uh, I'll try to do a one positive thing for you, buddy. All right, brother. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Take care.